Did you know that the 4th of July is on a Thursday this year? That's going to be a full weekend of fun out on the deck. Four days. But if your deck isn't what it used to be and you aren't using it for great family gatherings, you need to call my friends at All Weather Decks. All Weather Decks is a 24-time winner of the Angie Super Service Award. And they probably help one of your neighbors. Click on the map link at allweatherdecks.net. Call All Weather Decks today at 913-206-1974 or go to allweatherdecks.net and mention you heard it on 810. Call now and relax. The Interurban Lofts proudly present the Border Patrol with Stephen St. John and Nate Buchanan. Good morning, my neighbors! It's Missouri! ball down low, but on the other end, here's Noah Carter. So the pump fake gets the defender in there. He's best when he can score. Tracks it down to the backcourt. Shot clock to five. Cut off by James in the spin. Somehow got through. Ziegler for three. Got it. And Tennessee jumps back in front. Here's Ziegler. Let's see if it's a two or a three. That's all day a three. I agree. Pushed off balance too easily at times. If he can't stay balanced, kick it out. Honor for three. Got it. Four. Uh, if he can see the rim, he's open. Nick Honor's a guy that has such confidence. Connected score 10 in the second half. Carter for three. That's good. Missouri back in striking distance in a timeout for Dennis Gates. Connected to the paint. Rises and drops. Connect being trailed by Bates. Here he is. Deep three. Oh, hit it from St. Joe. Get out of here. <laughs> Robinson for three. Academic. Tennessee shot 56% in the second half. And it's another 21 season for Rick Barnes, the fifth 21 campaign on Rocky Top, third consecutive. And the Volunteers improved to 10 and 3 in conference play and keep the heat on Nate Oates in Alabama. The big picture of it all was our inability. We got to do a better job. We got to do a better job drawing fouls. I think we suck at it. We're f-ing terrible. We're terrible at drawing fouls, and we got to do a better job. Can y'all write all that in there, right? Y'all can write that in there, right? Make sure you don't bleep that out. Why'd you bleep it out? Huh? Because I'd like to keep my job. <laughs> Dennis Gates got your back. <laughs> okay. He specifically said not to bleep that out. Yeah, well, when I'm specifically told not to do something, mm-hmm. I usually do the opposite. Right. All right, it took 13 straight conference losses for Dennis Gates to drop an F-bomb in the post-game press conference. So, mm-hmm. Well, that's how it rolls, man. They, they build a lead, and then everyone in the building knows that they're going to blow the lead and lose the game. So they had a lead against Tennessee. 
they blew the lead and then they lost the game. I don't think that uh, Dennis Gates believes his team is very good at drawing fouls. I think we suck at it. We're f***ing terrible. Yeah. That's my takeaway. You know? <laughs> play the whole, play, play the, whole the whole thing. The whole thing, yeah. The big picture of it all was our inability. We got to do a better job. We got to do a better job drawing fouls. I think we suck at it. We're f***ing terrible. We're terrible at drawing fouls, and we got to do a better job. Going off of that, do you think that will up the floor more for Dalton? Can y'all write all that in there, right? Y'all can write that in there, right? Make sure you don't bleep that out. Jake. So... I mean, the man made one request. Yeah. Yeah. You don't think this early we could have got away with it? I mean, if you guys want it. <laughs> nah, hey, Dennis Gates wanted it. <laughs> I don't want it. <laughs> you know? You guys are my bosses. Not really. Uh, You're not the boss of me. I think we still got the message. <laughs> not really. No, not the full, not the full effect. Nah, it's it's better on social media. I retweeted the full comments. That's yeah, wild, wild I, west. Yeah. There, you can say whatever you want. Yeah, I can't get in trouble for that. Mizzou was up twenty nine, twenty six at halftime. They lose uh, seventy two to sixty seven. So fell apart late to the number five ranked Tennessee Volunteers, and now they're zero thirteen in the conference. And the AD that hired Dennis Gates now works for Arizona. So maybe that'll make you drop an F-bomb or two, huh? <laughs> yeah, it might. Yeah. Frustration starting to set in for Dennis Gates. I mean, he's complained about that, and it's but it's more sounded like throughout the season, well... I think there's a group of Mizzou fans that have been, and I'll, I'll say this, nothing that you say after an 0-13 conference start, like first couple of games or whatever, you know, you, you don't, if, when you're 0-2, you don't think it's going to be 0-13. You think you're going to win your first, you know, your first win's right around the corner. But when they start to build 0-6, 0-7, 0-8, there's nothing that you can say after games in post-game press conferences that's going to make the fan base happy. Mm. Like, oh, hey, yeah, that, that was great. Great comments. I mean, just, it's not going to happen. They're going to pick your comments apart, and they're going to be unhappy for, for good reason. Because you're losing over and over again. And so there's nothing that you could say that's going to get the heat off of you. But I know there's a group of fans that feel like and you can say, oh, it's just people on message boards or it's just people on social media that feel like he's he's pointed the finger in other directions too often. Or he's he's um, he's going out of his way to really pump up the opponent, you know, like to make every opponent sound like, well, they just played a national championship contender. You know, to talk about, you know, people don't realize how, how good this team really is. You know, to to pump up the opponent, he's blamed 
officiating quite a bit. But that's different. That's 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 correct. That's right. I think we suck at it. We're f-ing terrible. We're terrible at drawing fouls, and we got to do a better job. If if you know if your team consistently is drawing fewer fouls in the opposition, if your team consistently is not getting to the free throw line enough, at some point you have to look at the common denominator. It's your team. Right. It's not the same refs every game, right? And they are not good enough at drawing fouls, and they are not good enough at getting to the free throw line. And they've played a lot of close games where they have blown it down the stretch. And in many of these games, what's the difference? Getting to the free throw line, drawing fouls, getting the opposition into foul trouble. When your offense is struggling, creating easier opportunities. Where? At the free throw line. Hey, what else does that show? You're not settling for jump shots, or you're you know you're not being passive offensively. You're going to the basket. You're trying to create something. All it 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 says many things about a team. And I'll take I'll I'll listen to that. You know, it's at some point like okay, all right. All right, you're 0 9. All right, you're 0 10. All right, you're 0. Stop. It's not the officials. Maybe one night it was the officials. Maybe this, that, you know. Look, the, the, arguably the two, and we mentioned this with Mike DeCourcy the other day, arguably the, the two guys they were going to lean on the most as far as production from the transfer portal. Caleb Grill from Iowa State and then. The first guy he got out of the transfer portal was John Tanji, who averaged, what, 14.5 points a game last year. And was he going to do that for Missouri? No, but, you know, between him and Grill, those are going to be two of your five starters and two guys that were going to have the most, you know, some of the most experience and that you were going to at least lean on somewhat. And neither one of them have been able to play hardly at all. And when Tanji did play, you could tell he was compromised physically, and he wasn't the player that Dennis Gates thought he was bringing to the program, and fans thought he was bringing to the program. You know, Caleb Grill had surgery. He's been unavailable. So immediately you take two players, and look, there have been enough close games where if they would have had those two players healthy, you, you, you got to feel they at least would have won two or three of the conference games. Does that mean, is that a big difference? Well, yeah, because then you're not being talked about as a team that has a chance to go winless in the conference, right? Mm-hmm. And so, has he had some bad luck with injury? Yes. But, again, there's a certain point where you don't want to hear that. Um, and so, yeah, I'll, I mean, it's, I know it's, it's 0-13 in the conference, but, you know, act pissed off. You know, show that this is not acceptable. And again, it doesn't change it, no. But I feel like that's that's more palatable for fans to hear after a game than just, you know, the same old, you know, pumping up the opponent, passively, aggressively blaming the officials and, and whatever else, you know, whatever else will make your eye roll after another loss. Because it's not good enough. 
So that was at least some. I mean, even going back to when. Uh, remember the situation at Alabama when 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 the coach kind of pushed Aiden Shaw, right? I don't know. I feel like there's some coaches that would maybe handle that with a little bit more emotion or went over there and said something or don't touch my yeah, players. I remember it was it for show maybe, but I remember and we talked about this when I did a podcast with Jared Sutton and Phil Pressey a couple of weeks ago. I remember when uh, Frank Haith had taken over for Mike Anderson and Mike Anderson went to Arkansas and Arkansas was playing at Mizzou. And if you remember, uh, you know, Phil Pressey went to Mizzou because one of the main reasons because of Mike Anderson's relationship with Phil Pressey's dad, uh, Paul Pressey. And so a lot of people, a lot of Mizzou fans were worried that Phil Pressey was going to leave and go to Arkansas with Mike Anderson, and he didn't. And there was, and that was, man, and I was at that game. That was one of the most emotional, heated games that I can remember. Because you remember how the how the players felt. What did, what did Kim English say in that in that emotional press conference by the players? We'll reconcile by winning. And your players were mad. Fans were mad. It was it was a it was an, uh, it was a heated situation, right? And then, uh, and then Frank Haith was not warmly received, but the team was playing better than anticipated. And then you get Mike Anderson in Arkansas, you know, in Columbia. And there was, you know, something going on. And, and Mike Anderson said something to Phil Pressey. And Frank Haith flipped out and ran over there. Don't you talk to my players. Don't you talk to my – crowd's going crazy. <laughs> and, the, and, you know, Mike Anderson's like – the hell's wrong with you? What are you? What are you? you know? And he's saying we, we vacation together in the off season. What are you doing? Because they're close friends. You know what? Yeah. What's going on here? But clearly, Frank Haith did that. He was playing up to the crowd, and guess what? They ate it up. We all ate it up. It was great. Yeah, loved it. Yeah, that son of a suitcase, Mike. Go get him, Frank. You know, it was, it was great. It was great. Sometimes you have to do those things. When you're not winning games, or sometimes you got to do those things when you aren't winning games. You try to win a fan base over, you know. Show some emotion. Show that you're pissed off. Show that you care. Show that this isn't acceptable. You know, I'm not saying you should have went over there and punched the Alabama coach. Although I think many people in the nation would have loved it. <laughs> right. Like who's like who's going to side with the Alabama coach over anyone at this point? Well, not even the former Alabama football coach, right? Apparently, and so. I don't know that, that, that there was at least a, a a spark on social media last night. Yeah, from Dennis Gates dropping an F bomb and, and saying he we play again. I'd rather hear his, him say it than me. The big picture of it all was our inability. We got to do a better job. We got to do a better job drawing fouls. I think we suck at it. We're f-ing terrible. We're terrible at drawing fouls, and we got to do a better job. Yeah. I don't want to hear that the refs didn't make the calls or whatever. Whatever you think, say what it is. We're we're terrible at it. We suck. We're effing terrible. We got to do a better job. Yes, yes. Is that is that stating the obvious? Maybe. But say it. Say it with your chest. 
You see what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I mean, I'll, 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 I'll have that at a post-game press conference. Don't hold back. Hey. Players getting paid now. Yeah. They, they, they can take a, a little more criticism. That's what that's what it comes with those paychecks. Hey, that's what we talked about when uh, Rick Pitino made his comments on Monday. And when you were off, uh, you know, he's talking about how his players are unathletic and slow laterally and this is the least fun he's had coaching in his career and all that stuff. And people have said, hey, man, he's talking about pros now. He's not talking about amateurs anymore, you know. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. And by the way, even when back when they were amateurs, there were coaches back in the day who would light up their players. Sure. I mean, we are so non-athletic. <laughs> but do you have any problem with with what uh, Dennis Gates said with it? No, no. I mean, look, I, I do think you can be a great coach and not be super emotional or fiery like that all the time. You see some great coaches that come across as very stoic. Um, Which he is. Right, and that's and he, fine. And he never does that. Yeah. So that's why when he does it, it's like, oh, wait. Right. Hold on. It's here. like when my wife raises her voice in the house, the kids actually sit up at attention because, like, when dad yells, it's, oh, dad's yelling again. <laughs> you know? But when my wife gets upset, oh, yeah, Kelly's upset. You know, it, it, that doesn't happen all the time. And sometimes that carries more weight. And if you're going 0-13, you can't just drop F-bombs after every loss. Or that becomes oh, Frank Hayes, or Frank Hayes, uh, Dennis Gates is cussing out his players again. So you you can't you know you gotta pick your spots, I guess. And why not at this point? Like you said, the pressure's probably mounting on him. Yeah. If, and like, look, I'm, he's he's not going to get fired after the season, no right. matter who the new AD is. He's going to have another year. But how many guys bounce back from a winless season? None. You've I don't, already said none. I mean. I don't even well, remember. I believe what Gabe said was, of all the all the coaches that have gone zero and eighteen in the conference, none of them have rebounded to go to the tournament with that school. Right. So none. I mean, so it might seem like it's no big deal just to get a win, <laughs> but it might be. It would have been a huge deal to be a top five team last night. To beat anybody, but yep. to get you know, yeah, yeah, and and. You know, for him, again, he's, he's not getting fired, but all the equity that he built up with the 25-win season in year one, I mean, you have to think, if you would have asked someone, what would have, what would have raised that in your mind? Oh, you'd have to have a disastrous season. I don't know, last place, winless in the conference. It's like, okay, here it is. Last place, winless in the conference. I'm not saying that totally erases what happened last year. But but it, it negates it quite a bit. Well, it's like it's like you you you, you got a bank account. He stored up a bunch of positive credits last year. He had some nice savings built up, and he went. He's burned through all those savings. Right. <laughs> and, then, know, and, and then he doesn't have a positive uh, you know number on his account anymore. And so my point is, you know, he feels that pressure, but it, he, he it's it's common sense that if you. If you just watch the AD that hired you walk out the door, that must add to the pressure. Right. Because it's, it's common sense. Hey, the person that believed in me, that picked me 
to do this job that had my back, that that's tied to me. If I succeed, she looks better. If I fail, she looks worse. She gone. And the new AD can just come in like, well, hey, we're gonna we're gonna evaluate you. But I didn't hire you. Not I mean, my you coach, know. not my right. problem. That's what but I guess say. What, but next year, if he if he bounces back and does well, that AD will will snuggle up right next yeah. to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Knew you could do it. Let's go. How about a contract extension? Right. If he bounces, if he if he doesn't bounce back and uh, another terrible season, that coach like, hey, I, I mean, I just walked in on this thing. Let me. Right, yeah, and so that's that. That must add to the pressure. It has to. It's just common sense, you know. Either that, or you better better start snuggling up to these board of curators, <laughs> right? <laughs> make make sure you got make sure you got yeah. good, you know. Either that, or eat while you won't go out to dinner. Yeah. I don't know. Come over for dinner. Want to hang out? Want to watch a movie? Something? Be my friend? Yeah. You want to just be seen together out on the town? <laughs> Drink was there last night. Yeah. Like first, I think I was was the first two thousand or first two. I don't know. They're giving out hats. And some of them uh, were, I don't know, he's, I'm just going to tell you, he's feeling it right now. <laughs> uh, there, there was some, i got to find it. Well, I think a, a drink that's feeling it is going to be uh, people are a so strong drink. quick not to like him. But let me tell you something. For our purposes, he's, he's, a, he's, a, he's generating quite a bit of material. And content for us. I feel like there's some some Steve Spurrier in there, you know. Oh, just wait till the, this SEC media day coming, <laughs> off, coming off an 11 win. Yeah, you know. <laughs> He'll be ready to roll. Somebody tweeted out that he was he was at the end of the game, hollering with the fans at the Tennessee huddle. I don't know, just getting after it. Let's go. Well, people like it. Because just like we talked about, when you're losing, it's hard to do anything right. When you're winning, when you just when you just won 11 games and won the Cotton Bowl, people pretty much like everything, right? It's kind of it's kind of hard to do anything wrong. The fungus on your shower shoes, you know, when you're when you're. Jake, play this. I don't. Some people were were. I don't know. So whatever. He posted this. <laughs> I liked it. They posted this last night from from the Mizzou Athletics little video of of Coach Drink showing this nice hat that you can get by coming to the basketball game. See, Jake, like play this little, play this little clip from Drink trying to get people to come out and watch last night Mizzou in Tennessee. Hey, Mizzou Arena, the place to be tonight. First two thousand fans get this hat, and the lucky one get it signed by me. M I Z. And it's just you know it was almost like 
there was, I thought there was going to be like a punchline there, a joke at the end, you know, at the end or whatever. But he's like, and the lucky one gets signed by me. <laughs> you know? <laughs> right? Did he, did, didn't he? Didn't, I don't know. Like, when you hear that, like, what do you like? It's like, oh, he's feeling it right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Well, shouldn't well, he? Yeah, shouldn't he be? What can we get? What can we do to get some people out of this game? Tell them they might get a hat signed by me. <laughs> signed by and me, I, winning. There's, there's the video. See, he's, he's telling you. And then I like, I like. He just goes through and he just shows you, like lucky ones get signed by me. Just, just signs it right there. End of video. That's all. Am I the- <laughs> right, I don't know. <laughs> that's a coach that's feeling it. Winning. To the victory go the spoils. Jake, what do you say about that one? <laughs> it's, it didn't, isn't it kind of funny? Yeah. I, just saw, I just thought there was going to be a different, you know. And the lucky ones get signed by me. He starts signing that hat. Yeah, my Z. that marker going. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Why not? Somebody got a, got a nice hat last night. Somebody. One of 2,000. Lucky, yeah. lucky one. That's right. I'll take it. To find that lucky one, yeah. so <laughs> oh yeah, it's gonna be. You know, I can't wait to football already <laughs> for a number of reasons. Big Twelve and SEC is gonna be wild. Yeah, I don't want to, you know, like wish baseball away in the summer and everything else because I guess it'd be fun too. But I mean, obviously the Chiefs. When you start thinking about, you know, Mizzou. And K State and KU and the high expectations, and then hell, you even start thinking about playoff Co- coach Prime. You start thinking about the playoffs. I mean, you know, I mean, I would hope you'd be excited to go to oh, see Kansas yeah. play Coach Prime at Arrowhead. And all hell breaking loose, right at Arrowhead. Right, yeah. You know that quarter. I mean, if 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 you know, barring any injuries. That quarterback matchup and everything that could happen, and just like from Mizzou and their opportunity with their schedule and to build on the momentum, K State new quarterback taking over and you know they're always in the mix. So it's, it's you have to wait. You have to be patient. And yes, part of my desire for football is the horrific college basketball season I'm being subjected to. But I think we suck at it. Yeah. We're f-ing terrible. That's probably correct. So. Not a, you could you could pretty much say that about any aspect so far of of the game, and it would ring true. That this doesn't have to be drawing fouls. So. <laughs> Basketball. What right. do you think, Coach? Yeah. Mizzou. Yeah. That you <laughs> post that on social media. Mizzou basketball. I think we suck at it. We're f-ing terrible. No, oh, that's tough. But it's kind of true. <laughs> they haven't won. They're I know they're only thirteen. What do, you, what do you want to say? But at least they haven't quit. No, they didn't. I mean, they they could have absolutely be rolling over right now, especially when a team like Tennessee comes in. No, now. that's the amazing thing, right? So I mean, that's, that they build lead. They they had Ole Miss on the ropes. That's what yeah. Mike, remember Mike said just oh, yeah. they had Ole Miss on the ropes. So, oh, they leading Ole Miss by ten. But like Gabe says, it's it's not. If they blow the lead, it's when right. they blow the lead because right. they're gonna, and then they'll lose. And so you're watching it. Oh, they got hey, they have a second half lead against Tennessee. When's the run happening? And then just as I said that, Tennessee went on a 14-5 run. Like, what? Well, there it was. There we go. 
and it's over because they don't recover from that. And it's every game almost. They build a lead, stop blowing. Yeah, <laughs> you need to come from behind. Yeah. Well, easy there. Let's take a break. <laughs> back after note. this on Sports Radio 810 WHP. Welcome back to the Border Patrol. Today, I'm going to be on location at Nick and Jake's out here in Overland Park on 135th Street. I'll be there from 2 until 4 o'clock with Surfside Vodka and Tea now launching in Missouri and Kansas. Surfside Vodka and Tea in a ready-to-drink can. Full flavor, no bubbles. Gluten-free, 100 calories, four delicious flavors. It's sunshine in a can. Made with award-winning stateside vodka, which is distilled seven times. Ask your favorite bar or retailer for it today. So you can come out and see me. There's, uh, of course, three Nick and Jake's locations, Overland Park, Western Shawnee, and by my house in Parkville. But I am going to be in Overland Park on 135th Street today from 2 until 4 o'clock. I'll be there at 2. Happy hour starts at 3. And then I will be uh, out at 4. So 2 until 4. So come by and start happy hour early and enjoy some good food and drink specials at Nick and Jake's. I'll have some stuff to give away today from 2 until 4 o'clock at Nick and Jake's on 135th Street, not too far off 135th and Metcalf. I might have to come see you today. Come on. My uh, my son has a middle school basketball game at 3.30, about a block and a half from there. So I could come at 2 o'clock. I bet you I can get Kevin Tidmans to put the Arsenal versus Porto game on, which starts at 2 o'clock. They he'll got, put, they got a, over 20 TVs. Yeah, he'll put a soccer game on for me. He's done that before. He's a good guy. So there's so there's a live game for you to watch? Yeah, this is the, yeah, the UEFA Champions League big game. Big game. Porto versus Arsenal. Well, come on. So then let's get some people that want to watch yeah. it out there so I'm not sitting there by myself. Let's go. I'll call some of my Arsenal buddies. Tell them to come meet me at Mick and Jake's. Nick and Jake's. I don't know why I said Mick. Nick and Jake's. What's all of you. Yeah, I've watched a couple of uh, Champions League matches there before. Great spot. Tell people again that aren't familiar with the uh, what the matchup is. Give us a little a little. Uh, we little watched the World Cup games there. Yeah, we did. Quit bragging. Yeah, er- early morning. Yep. World Cup games. Just give me a, um, a quick preview of this game, and let's see if Jake signs off on what you say. Well, the thing you need to know is there's going to be multiple good games today because this is it's called the UEFA Champions League. It is like the NCAA tournament. For all of the best teams in European soccer. And I stopped paying attention. Because his team's not in. My team got knocked out. (laughs) Okay, so who's playing? Arsenal versus Porto, which is one of the biggest clubs in Portugal. What do you think of those two teams? Arsenal's one of the biggest clubs in England. Arsenal should win that match. They should. Do you like those teams? Do you not like those teams? I I root against uh, pretty much both of them because our our man, Manny Martins, is a Benefica guy. So he's not Which a is a big club in Portugal. So then, rival who do you want to win this match? Uh, I'd probably like to see. I'll probably be rooting for Porto just because I don't root for Man. Or I, I root for Man U, and the, that's like the Arsenal's probably their third biggest rival. Any action in this? Uh, dip your toe in the water? Uh, no? Probably not. I don't know enough about Porto. Okay. Well. I mean, Arsenal's a heavy favorite. I do know that. It's at, it's at Porto. <laughs> not that I haven't looked. Um, 
That's what's fun about the it's, Champions it's League. The you should get to leg. see. Yeah. There's two legs. They yeah. play home and home. Home and away. Yeah. Um, that's the fun thing about the Champions League. It's, it's like I said, the easiest analogy I can give is like the NCAA tournament where Sweet 16. Each, each conference gets a certain number of teams in. Like four teams get into this tournament from England. Portugal probably only gets two teams in because right. they don't have as big of a league, you know, um, like that. But so you get to see matchups of teams from different sites. Like also today, this is a really good one. Yeah, that's the better. Napoli versus Barcelona. That's the better of the two. Napoli, Napoli, same time, 2 o'clock. So we can get them both on there. Yeah. Um, Napoli be. won the Italian league last year. Yeah. So for soccer fans, my remote, that's good timing to come yeah. out and watch Perfect it. Perfect Jake's. Perfect yeah. timing. Yeah. I'm, there, I'm there at 2. Games come kick on off at 2. Two good games, same time. Why don't you come out 2 o'clock. I'll try. You can't ever come out and support nothing? <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I got a lot of work to do today. I got to get the next three shows I'm lined not, up for I'm you. Not, I didn't, I'm not telling you to come out there yeah, for eight hours. Yeah, he's going on his advancements. <laughs> Stop by and have, yeah. you know, what, 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 what can you eat? Jake, come on. Salad, you want some raw vegetables? <laughs> they do have a, a delicious I mean, what, like, what can you have? Chopped I mean, salad. Nick and Jake's is a delicious menu. I've had I've had lunch there with Gary Lezak many a time. Okay, but I don't know what I can offer you that yeah. would attract you out Great there. Great salmon. Would you like some salmon? I, I would like some salmon. And then come out there and we'll get you some salmon. I mean, I they don't have know. salmon there, I promise. I never yeah. know I never know what to say Delicious. to him. It's like, oh, right. I don't know. I oh, that'll kill you. I stopped eating that three years ago. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't like, I don't know. So I don't Mercury know. Mercury in that I, salmon. I'm not eating that. Or, you know, as long as it's wild caught. Can know? I get you, I mean, so let me get you some salmon and a glass of water? Is that, yeah, that'd be great. As long as it's Kongan water. Raw vegetables. <laughs> I'll bring know, my own water. And, but. A, and a, a bowl of cayenne pepper. Like, I don't know. I'm trying to make this attractive to you. You being there is attractive. Yeah, That's right. That's right. Maybe I should go so you save your voice and people talk to no, me kidding. instead. That's a, please. And so if you come out there and don't get mad at me, like, oh, he's the same John. Stand I'm, off. I'm it. trying to talk as much as I can. But we can also communicate with hand signals and things like and that. They, you know, you take this whiteboard with you. Yeah. <laughs> you mark her in a whiteboard. Yeah. And it's like, you know. Hi, yeah. Steven. Yeah, like after I had surgery, when I got that thing, point to the, point to the face which represents your pain. <laughs> point to the one that's real sad. <laughs> <laughs> no, Nick and Jake's is great. So I'll be out there today, over in the park location, 135th Street, from two until four. Wonderful we'll place. We'll have some fun. We'll have some fun. Yeah, man, basketball season's over for sale, so I'm. Waiting for track to start. And that's why I got to get back to the Northland for a uh, six o'clock track parents meeting. Let's go. Track dad is back in full effect. Yeah. You know, Benny's only got a couple games left in his basketball season, and I don't think he's going to play in high school. So trying to soak it in, and you never it. know. Never know. Well. Come to Nick and Jake's and soak it all in. Oh, I will. Trust me. Mm. Who's that loud, obnoxious dad over there? Yeah. Get <laughs> some of the dads go there and pregame. Yeah, <laughs> yeah pregame. Yeah. They've been drinking at Nick and Jake's. Yeah. <laughs> Where's he playing at? He says right by there. Yeah, over on the Trail Middle School. O- so, yeah. OTMS. Yeah, I don't know what that is. That's what yeah. they used to call it. OTMS. I don't know nothing about that. We we had some girls in our high school that, that went to school there, and we'd call them something oh, else. Boy. Oh, boy. Yeah, let's break. Oh, boy. We'll break now. <laughs>
Let's break. Just come and see us at Nick and Jake's. I don't know. Nate might be there. Jake, probably not. I'm I, planning to be there. I will certainly. I, I will be there. Text Kevin. Make sure you get that match on for me. Come on. Tell him. Yeah. I know he will. He's, he's done it before. That Paramount. We will uh, take a break. Back after this on WHP. Welcome back to the Border Patrol on Sports Radio 810 WHP. Something uh, that came out yesterday that I wanted to share with our listeners. This is a statement from Chiefs kicker Harrison Butker. Um, and whether you uh, whether you've seen this or not, Nate, I don't know, but Lisa Lopez Galvan, when she was at the parade before the tragic shooting, she was uh, obviously they're celebrating with her family, and she was wearing a Harrison Butker jersey, and she was a big Harrison Butker fan, and so the word got out that. Uh, her son or her family wanted to find a Harrison Butcher jersey um, to place with her. And so Harrison Butcher got word of it and uh, he provided. He had one delivered to the funeral home this week, one of his jerseys. And he just released a statement and said, My wife Isabel and I are heartbroken by the murder of Lisa due to degenerate violence. Murder is a sin that cries out to God for vengeance, and I pray the men involved in this tragedy will be brought to justice. Hearing that she was a fan of my outspokenness for our shared Catholic faith makes us even more personal. I am honored to provide a jersey to the family for her to wear. While the family is mourning their loss and grappling with their numerous injuries, I will continue to pray for their healing and the repose of Lisa's soul. So I, you know, well, that was very nice from Harrison Becker. Yeah, to make sure that they had that. There's um, again rays of sunshine in a very dark time for some people, and. It's it's great that Harrison's able to provide one of those. Um, obviously, we keep getting more and more information about the suspects, and we know now that now know that two adults are being charged with murder in the case as well. Uh, some of the people that were involved are starting to come out and speak publicly about what they think happened. Um, so we'll have to continue to, I guess, follow that situation. Uh, but we shouldn't forget about what happened. And one of the issues that I have with uh, the epidemic we have of gun violence in this country is that when events like this happen, it it we get consumed by it for 24 to 48 hours, and then we just seem to kind of move on. And I don't know what the right balance is between staying stuck on it um, and moving on, but... We shouldn't just forget about it, right? We shouldn't just move on. Um, and so we need to continue to talk about Lisa, and I'm glad to see that Harrison was able to step up and do something to provide some positive feelings for the people that uh, that 
that lost somebody so close to them. And I'm also glad that two men were charged yeah. with second-degree murder. And their names, Dominic Miller and Lindell Mays. And you can, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to read it on the air, but you can read the probable cause. And it's, it's very detailed. Um, you know, witnesses lied. Witnesses that were with the shooters lied initially. Uh, but as we knew, there was surveillance video that showed exactly what happened and who shot first. And so you know, the, the, the liars were exposed. And it's, it's, I'll be honest with you, it's hard for me to even call uh, them people because they have no value of, of human life. And to me, when you, when, you, when you don't value human life, you're, you're a, a piece of garbage. And to think that just because someone was looking at you the wrong way, that you think the answer is to pull out a gun and start shooting. And they, and they, and they, and they talked to the guy. And he even said, oh, yeah, you know, I, I, uh, I kind of I, I thought maybe I shouldn't because there were kids around. But, you know, but he went ahead and started shooting. Moron. You're sorry. You don't value human life. I don't value your life. And what, what dis, disgusting example of, of a human being that is. To think someone values life so little that they're just going to pull out a gun because someone looked at them the wrong way and start firing bullets when you have when you have children in the area. And so if you want, I know that uh, Jessica McMaster, who is a investigative reporter for KSHB 41, she tweeted many of the details last night. Um, and so if you would like to read some more of that, you can. Um, so, including the probable cause statement, which goes into greater detail of what happened. But if you're like me, it'll just piss you off. So. You know, and and I and I'm like you. I want the focus to be on Lisa, and again, more light to be shined on what a positive influence she was in the community, what a great person she was. But I also, you know, want them to be punished for what they did, and I don't want their names to be hidden. So, so I was glad to see charges brought up. Last night, and more details are out there, but it just makes you sick of your stomach. I would like for us to somehow, some way, get to a place where people aren't toting guns around in backpacks at well, good luck with it in public at big events. But it seems to be the way we we go, you know. But yeah, I. And then innocent people suffer. Innocent people. We will take a break. Back after this on WHB.